who needs a green screen when you have a star scream? <laughs> <laughs> Too much energon. Too much energon. Like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod, for the gathering. <laughs> Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. But they better stay out of my way. Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Gidor, what have you done? I am transformed. Sigma balls, Gary! Welcome to episode 111 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. Coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon, I am Siege, one of your hosts. And I am Galacticon. <laughs> oh. Here to invade your star screams. <laughs> I'm NeoCal invade your star screams and uh be the subject of your star dreams <laughs> oh my <laughs> um audio listeners we uh i don't know we got bored what are you gonna do uh video <laughs> listeners hello we're in ultra we're showing our true forms yeah that's right I... uh we're we're just made out of energy energon if you will if you will if you will i will not you, no, it's not made out of energon. As as my my uh, uh, Krista, my former partner, he, he would always follow up. Uh, whenever I would say blah blah, if you will, she would or they would be always be like, I would not, I would not. <laughs> and here we are, born not to be born kings. To be kings, born we to be born. We were recycled through the matrix. We are. We were never born. We are infinite. We are in in we we are omniscient omnipotent we are impregnable we are inconceivable and even inconsistent <laughs> Woo! we are we are the those from a time before time itself <laughs> we are from another dimension <laughs> People Me. listening. People Galactitron hails from the third dimension. Uh, and I am of the uh the, the the Wraith from the Pegasus Galaxy, and we do not have names that humans can comprehend, so you can just call me uh Jim. Jim and Galactricron. <laughs> I've forgotten what I'm pretending to call myself like three times now. Whoa, I just disappeared. Well, you are a Wraith. Ah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, People usually... listening to this are like, what the fuck is wrong with these uh -huh. two? Uh -huh. Okay, so we're still on our comic book run. Yes, we are. But we're not messing around with our video settings and right. being made out of ghosts, being made out of ectoplasm and star stuff because <laughs> this was a this is a bad episode. Actually, the contrary. What are we uh what are we reviewing? <laughs> Today. Uh, 
We are talking about uh, Transformers Timelines, uh, Dawn of Futures Past, the Beast Wars prequel. This comic was originally released in... It was first published uh, at BotCon 2006, so September 28, 2006, and it hit uh, mass retail uh november 22nd of 2006 uh the reason why i i actually have a physical copy of this comic on hand which um yeah, you can kind of see it oh yeah yeah i have a physical uh copy of the comic on hand because and i'm going to talk about this more i'm going to go into detail about this a mini version of it uh is included with the 15th anniversary beast wars dvd set which i'm sure everyone listening to this probably has Except me. Well, you're not listening to this. <gasps> That's true, and I never will. <laughs> you're you're talking. <laughs> you're 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 talking uh, the, the you're talking a big game, but you're not uh, listening to this rap. I'm talking game. the talk, but I'm not listening the lock. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it comes uh, a mini version of it comes with the uh, uh, 15th anniversary Beast Wars DVD box set. Uh, I tried to find a digital version of this comic because, like, I can I can just read the physical copy that I have. Yeah. I tried to find a digital version of it. Oh, so did I. Uh, and um, uh, well, to no avail. because uh, I wanted one, it would have been useful for like uh, making show art and things like that, and also so Cal could read it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I could get it. Um, I looked. Uh, I'm usually good at finding things through google yeah um it's probably easy i was just putting in the wrong keywords or like whatever maybe someone else can listening to this will be like i found it in 10 seconds you fucking losers but uh <laughs> probably <laughs> but uh yeah we we found uh, it, uh, we, we found a workaround folks sometimes the easiest idea is the best and so what what I ended up doing, because I, I was getting frustrated at that point because we were like we we were both like gearing up to record yeah, yeah. and it's like, okay, like we we gotta we gotta get this done. Can't and uh like I was getting frustrated because I couldn't find a digital version of this comic anywhere. So I said to Cal on Discord, I'm like, can I just take fucking pictures of this with my phone and send them to you? <laughs> and I was like, yes. And so, yeah, I think you were like, that's hilarious, but yes. <laughs> um, and so that's what I ended up doing. So that's how that's how Cal read this comic, was me taking pictures of the pages with my phone. And it was pretty fucking good, too. Pretty high high quality. Well, I do have an iPhone 14. Better than a lot of uploads. Um, oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, my, my phone is uh, is brand new, so... Uh, presumably the camera in it is decent but uh well that that's just confirmation right there there you go there we go and uh what it is as siege has already mentioned is something of a of a prequel um the events literally right before yeah, what the... we see uh in the opening episodes of uh beast wars yeah and indeed um you know, so he read the comic. Uh, I read the the images of the comic, and um, like three pages in, 
I was like, this is better than the last 10 comics we've like two comic, uh, two comic <laughs> runs that we've read. This so far is the best Beast Wars related comic book I've read. That's that's counting the ga- the gathering, uh, the, the ascending, gathering, and ascending. the twenty twenty one Beast Wars comic. The issues of that that we've uh, that we've, we've read. I've, parts uh, of, there were parts of that where I was like, "This is good," but uh, its pacing was back and forth. I went from loving it to being like, "Come on, guys!" Yeah, that up. that book was all over the place, and I, we will continue that. Yes, we will. And people uh, real soon are going to start uh, hearing our uh, our thoughts on those comics, even though they're 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 recycled episodes from a, a show that we did like two years ago. So it's going to be in a couple of weeks here. It's going to be kind of weird because you're going to be uh, hearing us from the past, <laughs> us from the past. But then we only review like three or so issues of it. Uh, I think we reviewed the first ten or eleven. Ten? Yeah what the really yeah because uh uh, i had originally uh it was originally a spinoff of this podcast called too much galavar and there are eight episodes of that jeez right wow it shows you what the pacing is like for that and we didn't finish it no it shows you what the pacing of is like because i thought it was like three or four (laughs) and it's fucking ten yeah and uh there are some the, the the comic itself isn't uh isn't the um uh the greatest you know but i i had a lot of varying opinions I, on i i had a lot of fun with those episodes that we recorded oh, yeah. which is absolutely uh, which is why i'm just uh repurposing them as uh episodes of uh too much energon because there there's some legit like hilarious moments in those hilarious recordings moment is when we had like way too much fun when like black arachnia fights an alligator yeah <laughs> a big old crocodile you can, you can tell <laughs> yeah, that's where that inside joke came from yeah or uh a megatron just like living in a fucking alleyway <laughs> or galavar oh, sorry right that's just where that came from living in a... do you know how much money i'm saving by living in a dumpster <laughs> have you seen the rent prices and in... In Cybertron later, lately, <laughs> or in yeah, <clears throat> yeah, uh, but yeah. So I don't we'll have uh, to live like this. I choose to. Um, yeah. Well, well, yeah. So uh, uh, that that's something to look forward to, folks. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll get into that eventually. Uh, probably in two weeks here, because uh, I got something else in mind for next week, and then we'll be uh, switching over to. Uh, our, our past selves siege and cal of the past and uh, next week is next week is uh, i think the the best way to like I, I'll, I'll talk about it later but like i think next week is uh, what i want to talk about next week is going to be the best way to like kind of round out the like og comics era of beast wars yeah because it uh relates very much to a uh ongoing joke on this show so it'll be fun to finally talk about it. But anyway, so the Beast Wars prequel, uh, Dawn of Futures Past, which is a clear homage to Days of Future Past, the uh, uh, legendary X-Men story, which ended up becoming the basis for the plot of one of those X-Men movies, too. One of the good right. ones. Yeah. One, of, one of the good later X-Men films. Um, okay. And there aren't 
many of those, if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> Unfortunately, the uh, the person who uh, directed that movie is a not 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 a not a good person. No, no. So, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, uh, Dawn of Future is Past was written by. I'm, I literally have the physical comic in front of me, and I'm looking at it. <laughs> it was uh, written by Forrest Lee and Pete Sinclair. Pete Sinclair, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, he's That's he's done. super familiar. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. It looks like he's written a lot of Transformers comics. Search the web for Pete Sinclair. Uh, oh, he's a TV writer, too. Yeah, that's probably why I've heard the name before. Yeah, it's a TV writer. <sighs> a ton of stuff. Um, so. Yeah, all the way back from the 80s. So he's written for, and he, yeah, so he's not even credited in this kind of thing. So not only is he a writer for TV and radio, like radio plays and stuff, um, He's obviously a writer for, uh, unless it's a different Sinclair, but could be um, writer Pete Sinclair could be, um, but yeah, writer of this. And here's the thing: I don't need new characters. I don't need like Almoy Almois, like drug, <laughs> Almoist, uh, or like big bads, right? Unicorn Just panda puffs. Unicorn panda puffs. Just tell a fucking story. It can be scene for scene. It can be about a fight, right? And here's the thing. The conflict in this is, even though we know how it's going to end, the conflict of this is more interesting because they take their time with it. I'm not interested in a huge spectacle. 15 Maximals versus 20 Predacons and, and Muticons and, and everyone's getting in there. None of that means anything when there's no connection. Right. And all this does is doesn't fuck around, doesn't add extra steps and time travel and chronal phasing or whatever. It's just it's just what's a, happening. It's just the uh, the the story of the Predacon stealing the golden discs disc and the crew of the Axelon going after them. And you know what? The dialogue in this comic, they sound like the characters. Okay, so that's another thing that we've complained about certain <clears throat> the ascending and hell, even in the gathering, um, the characters in this, like you could fool me if the writers of this had never watched Beast Wars. Oh, like, they absolutely, they absolutely have. Like the characters yeah, they in this comic, the the characters in this comic sound like the characters do on the show. Just the things they say, the <clears> way <throat> they say them, uh, it's great. This is a extremely well written comic, in my opinion. I can see yeah. why it was included with the uh, the DVD of the uh, uh, of the TV show. So we get introduced to um, uh, Tigatron and some who looks like a redeco of Hot Rod, which I found kind of funny. I love the opening, fucking Tigatron being a cop, my dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm all for it. Yeah, and uh, unit two or unit one or whatever, and he's got a partner, and his partner gets shot. Officer down, officer down. <laughs> two days to retirement, and he's like, "I'm okay. Go on without me." Yeah, so they get told about the uh, the the Predacons <clears throat> stealing the golden disc. Uh, oh, and they're told, um, 
oh, uh, you need to capture them alive. Do not use lethal force. And Tigertron's like, what? Fuck that. At one point in the comic, the um, uh, I think it's like the maximal like command or something like that is like, oh yeah, the golden disc was stolen by someone calling himself, get this, Megatron. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, the uh, and it shows the maximal high command interacting with uh, the Tripredicus Council. Yeah, and they're like, apparently, according to the Tripredicus Council, they're trying to catch this fucker too. And for yeah. once, I actually believe them. Yeah. So there's some politicking going on, but it's not heavy-handed in this. It just gives you like little brief, important um, chit chats here and there. Oh, writers. That's how you do, like, people in, like, ominous, like, shadowy figures in a black room scheming. Just give me a single line here and there. Yeah. I don't need, like, four pages with, like, complex, like, relationship interactions or whatever. Just make a shadowy board room with somebody being like, hmm, all is going according to plan because blah, blah, blah. Good. That's it. That's all I need. Uh, we we get introduced to the uh, the Predacons in uh, as they're stealing the golden disc, and I uh, love this because they're not like animals yet. Yeah, and none of them are actually like referred to by name. Because you remember the the uh, IDW comic, like even when they're on Cybertron and don't have animal forms, yeah. they're like I know like Tigatron was called Unit One, like their badge numbers. Yeah. And like in that in that 2021 Beast Wars comic, even on Cybertron, they're like, uh, Gary is like, oh, come on, Rhinox, let's go. And it's like, why are you calling him Rhinox? Why would his and, name be Rhinox? And indeed, um, they avoid <laughs> using each other's name. At one point, they're going to call Cheetor or Rat Trap, like Rat Trap, but he's cut off. He's like Rat, like R-A, and then like, he's like cut off. Um, but... Rhinox is called a big rhinoceros at one point. And I'm like, how do y'all know what a rhinoceros is? Right. <laughs> I mean, they have been to Earth at this. Yeah, they're aware of the importance of Earth. I get, I get that. So, but, but I mean, um, the, but Dinobot is like an excavator. He's like a, a caterpillar, like a digging bot. Uh, I didn't see what was Megatron. Megatron. Like I don't know, but he's got a big, like, fuck off cannon on his shoulder. Right? Like, this thing's huge. And um, I think Dinobot's right arm is, like, the scoop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, these are... Um, uh, their designs in this comic are based on uh, BotCon exclusive toys that were actually released. I've always wanted to go to a BotCon. Huh. I... I... <laughs> I, I've always wanted to go to, or like some kind of, in recent years, wanted to go to some kind of Transformers convention and be like, hey, there's this show, really cool show you should check out called Too Much Energon. You know what? If there's ever a like Transformers convention in, uh, say, Vancouver or something like that, we should get a fucking table there. <laughs> that would, like, can't you should be get it. expensive, right? Bring some shirts. <laughs> yeah yeah bring bring some shirt it'd probably be a few like probably like i don't know like 500 bucks or something like that but like oh but like yeah get a table there like bring some t-shirts some other like some stickers some other like random things 500 <laughs> jesus 
I don't know about that. Maybe we'll just stand outside. Like, uh, <laughs> we'll stand outside hawking our wares, kind of like uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. 50 bucks, little man. It, we get taken away by security. Right. <laughs> well, if it's anything like a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Yeah. We... we. I am giving this convention no energon. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the convention to write the convention. Uh, uh, but yeah, where the heck were we? Uh, BotCon. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, um, so the uh, their forms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, they're they're based on toys that have been released as uh, botcon exclusive toys over the years because like, like it like, yeah uh, i like it a lot fucking tigatron <laughs> cop tigatron i want that like fan comic like hell yeah like imagine them taking down like an almost like an almost <laughs> like drug den right um yeah so there's this like uh yeah anyway so the the predacons steal the golden disc and uh they they're like off and running uh megatron is this like he he's this like truck with like a big like cannon type thing on it or something and dinobot and him are already like butting heads they're they're already yeah they're already butting heads like uh the when i was saying earlier about the uh the dialogue in this comic being like the them sounding like the characters do on the show absolutely so much dinobot is like uh what is like does like roaring thing that he does he's like he's like what is our goal if not the destruction of the maximals and megatron is like ah but you are thinking too small this little trinket holds the key to much more than the destruction of just the maximals but here is neither the place nor the time to discuss the brilliant subtlety of my plan. Now, move. That's very right? Megatron. Holy That's shit. Very Megatron dialogue. And not only that, um, <clears throat> them butting heads. Um, wish it wasn't him smacking Dinobot every time. Because I don't think Dinobot would put up with that. No, definitely uh, not. So that part... Very small nitpick. Very small nitpick. But he kind of treats him, you know, like a stooge. He, like, smacks him all the time. One, I don't think Megatron did that that often. Uh, I think his presence is all the power he needs. Um, but uh, that part was a little... He, he did beat on Terrorsaur a few times. When he's frustrated and stuff like that, he'll like backhand his stooges or whatever. But I don't think Dinobot would have put up with that. But yeah, it, it's an interesting point because they get the golden disc. Megatron wants to withdraw, right? Because he, he has bigger plans. And Dinobot, who is apparently his lieutenant, doesn't know what the plan is. Yeah, and it he's seems like, like, oh, trust in my plan. And it's like, well, I guess he didn't tell Dinobot. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of keeping uh, his troops in the dark as to what they're doing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and there's some uh, context about honor, right? Because he's like, I thought we were here to kill Maximals, not run away like cowards. And there's a conversation they have at one point, because this conversation comes up between them. It's like, why are we not fighting? Why? Right. And he's like, "Um, many a Maximal. Oh, honor. You use the word honor. Many a Maximal um, would describe themselves as honorable. And you know where they are, Dinobot? They are in the grave. And I'm like, and again, very uh, Megatron 
line. And that's the point. He's like, this isn't to like kill some dudes and go down in like, like a gunfight, like go down in a blaze of glory. It's uh, yeah. Th- th- this isn't a terrorist. Uh, this isn't an act of terrorism. This is uh, a calculated theft. Yeah. This is a heist. It's a heist. Yeah. Yeah. Even though in I think it was uh, the the gathering, um, they continually refer to Megatron as a terrorist. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they don't want to share what's on a golden disc. They get away. Um, there's some radio talk between Megatron and his men, um, stealing uh, a the dark but, side. Yeah, yeah, stealing the uh, the the dark side, the the Predacon ship. I love by that. the by the sound of the dialogue, it's got to be it's Waspinator he's talking to. And it's again, Waspinator and a testament to the writing. I know that this is Waspinator. He's never referred to. We never see him. I know this is Waspinator just by the dialogue. And I know that in the dialogue to him, he's talking about an argument with a pterosaur. Yeah, because he refers to him as Beakbot. <laughs> Beakbot. And, but basically, Waspinator is like, oh, I wanted to call it, uh, what did he want to call it? Buzz? Buzzerbot. Buzzer. I wanted to call the ship Buzzerbot, but someone else decided on Dark Side. Megatron... Not my idea. Beakbot won contest to name ship. <laughs> <laughs> because Megatron's like, Dark Side, I see you've already named the ship. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Pterosaur. So it's canon that Pterosaur named the well, Predacon that, ship. That's a nice tie into the show, too, because Pterosaur was the one in the episode where Cheetor got teleported there. He was like, welcome to the dark side. So, and there we go. That's what we mean when we're raking other um, comics across the coals, right? Yeah. The fucking writers watched the show. Yeah. They, they absolutely did. Because, again, the one who, even though it wasn't explicitly called Darkseid, fans, and it kind of became canonical later, called it the Darkseid because Pterosaur had said, welcome to the Darkseid. Yeah. So in this comic, then uh, it being canon that Pterosaur was the one that named the ship the Darkseid, that is a nice little uh, callback to the show. Yeah. yeah. It's I, great. I, I love that. So, uh, uh, Tigatron, uh, in his car form is, uh, is on the scene. He doesn't get there in time though. I love that he pulls a cop move. Pull over. I got to commandeer your, (laughs) this vehicle lady. (laughs) Yeah. And that lady is the, is the, uh, the bird mom is the future bird mom herself. Uh, air razor. I love her attitude. I know, like there, th- she's already like being flirtatious toward him, like but right like, from the get go. Yeah, R- right. And they already have chemistry. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, imagine like they never left and they just shot the dark side down. There's an alternate timeline where we still follow all of these characters, and they're still really enjoyable. Like, we're not nostalgia, um, like just masturbatory over like nostalgia stuff right right? like there's lots of stuff where we're like oh this is fucking bad (laughs) this this does not sound like cheetor and um fucking uh for example in the i uh the recent idw run of beast wars um rhinox has like like um 
Morpheus and Neo training like montages with Primal. Yeah. Every once in a while, we're like, what are we, what the fuck are we watching? (laughs) Right. And like that Primal's like a hothead. And I understand wanting to do something different or change the timeline or whatever, but like, then who are you writing it for? That, yeah, that, that Primal is, (coughs) is like a hothead and Cheetor is like calm and calculated. And it's like, no. Cheetor's like, supposed who are to be writing it for. Cheetor's supposed to be characters, or they're not. And if you're just gonna like go like completely go your own way with the characterizations, why not just make them new characters? For example, we don't have a problem with the new characters. We both loved um, was it Nyx and uh, who was the turtle lady on the pred side? Uh, I I can't. We'll remember. get back. You'll find out. In a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, one of them we liked, and one of them we liked making fun of. But yeah, I, 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 I gave, I gave, I gave her a voice like this. <laughs> Fuck. I wanted to like that character so much. Um, and there's a lot of good things part of that, but in this, like I said, other than those weird like little nitpicks, I love it. I love the tropes. Officer down. I love ma'am. I have to come <laughs> police commandeering your vehicle. And she's like, nobody drives the Chromia 10 except me. That's the name of uh, her ship. Uh, meanwhile, um, the Tripredicus Council um, radios a secret agent that looks like Shredder. I'm actually not sure if that's, this is supposed to be anyone. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Shredder. Apparently, this isn't the Tripredicus Council. This is oh. the Chamber. This is the Maximal Defense uh, Command. No, no, that's those special Maximals. There's two shadowy boards. Yeah, there's I was the, a little, I was a little confused about that. Yeah, there's the Maximal like command, and then there's also, but both of them, they kind of like black out their faces and be very secretive. Yeah, I kind of. It jumped back and forth between them. But yeah, at one point they're like, oh, it's going to be your mission to take out anyone following them in secret. And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, I was a little... Agent Ravage? Wait, no, it's Shredder. I I was a little hazy about that, about who they were and like what their motivations were. But it it doesn't matter because they fucking die. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And that's what I mean about writing. If you're going to write something into the story and you're like, oh, geez, continuity errors are going to come up. They just fucking die. They um, then were introduced. Oh, yeah. And they're like the um, uh, they they mentioned that the only uh, uh, trans warp ship uh, within range is the axelon and so they're going to radio uh primal and tell him to uh take the mission and they're like oh well what about his cargo and straight up they acknowledge that their real mission is a secret mission to get rid of to get rid of protoform x (laughs) to get rid of protoform x yeah x is like a gigantic like uh stasis pod yeah and we're introduced to uh, uh, Cheetor and Rat Trap, and again, the dialogue that they, the banter that they have back and forth, sounds okay. like the characters. Man, I wish I was down at like McE- McNeely's or some Irish pub immediately, right? And I'm like, hey, it's just, he's writing for Christopher. Yeah. But basically, I can't remember. Man, what, what I wouldn't give to be sitting on my stool at O'Malley's. O'Malley's, yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. First line, 
one of his first lines and i'm like that again that's rat trap <laughs> man and she tore us all <laughs> for like booting up cold <laughs> for booting up cold uh, just, We've been just stuck so on this space station for weeks, and now the boss mobile is telling us we gotta load even more stuff. Like boss it's... mobile, right? Because he's not a gorilla yet. Yeah, it's great. Like this boss is mobile. Yeah. Oh, the boss mobile. Right, right. That yeah, makes yeah. more sense, right? That makes more sense. Used to yeah. call him Boss Monkey, Boss Mobile. Yeah. As, presuming he's probably a big freight truck, just like all the primes are. And Cheetor responds with, hey, don't get so worked up. I'm sure Optimus has his reasons. Try to be more of a team player, huh? And I heard that in my head in season one, like early episode, Cheetor's voice. Right? Right? I, I, I... And he's like, listen here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, uh, I, I can't gush about this comic enough. This comic's great. It's fucking great. Like, I don't know where you can find a physical copy of it, but if you're a Beast Wars fan... Not to give away my, not to spoil our mysterious rating that we're going to give it at the end. Ooh, but like, if you can find it, it's worth picking up. Yeah. Or just get your friend to take pictures of it and <laughs> send it to you. But uh, yeah, um, Rhinox, sorry, <clears throat> Mr. Rhinoceros. Uh, um, but they don't say his name. They don't say any of their names, right? They, except for they Optimus and Megatron. Yeah. Oh, uh, did they say Optimus? Yeah, on this uh, page here, uh, uh, the man who would who would become known later known as Rhinox <laughs> is like Optimus sent me to look after you two. Yeah, and they're like, Jesus, how do you, you're so sneaky? And they like fucking turn around. They're like, Hey, how do you make so little sound with such big rhinoceros feet? And I'm like. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta, you know, when you're sometimes uh, uh, Uncle Rhinox sobers up and uh, <laughs> he's light on his feet. What can I say? Yeah, it's all some... that training. You know, it it's always five o'clock somewhere, but you know, sometimes it's it's uh, also a little too early in the morning, good buddy. So what you're saying is you just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now Cheetor is like Cheetor o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Well, no rest for the wicked. Cheetor, grab me a beer. <laughs> You're the new intern, right? But might as well get this party started. We got Predacons to chase. I work better when I'm uh, when I'm buzzed anyway. <laughs> and uh, I actually, you know what? I, you know, they they say uh, driving well impaired is, uh, you know, a, a, against the law. But I, uh, well, I, I swear, I swear to God. Swear, swear to Primus himself, I drive better after having, you know, six or seven. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually heard people say things like that. I, I the thing that makes our trucker Rhinox impression so funny, to me at least, to us, is that we grew up, like, this is basically a real person. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we have family members like this. Right. And maybe listeners do too. Um, yeah. And I don't feel bad about throwing that Rhinox under the bus because, like, the dude essentially um, becomes QAnon in Beast Machines, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, uh, QAnon fucking try. Like, he's going to like trucker rallies in Beast Machines. 
You know, I, I like to um I like to do my own research and that's what led me to Qatron. That's Yeehaw. why he's such a great cute. That's why he's <laughs> such a great uh, inventor. Yeah. Who needs a degree? Sounds like uh education sounds like something for one of them stupid libtards. <laughs> uh um lib bots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh off camera. <laughs> uh siege and i were talking and we've decided that um if there were modern day takes on transformers they would be uh lib bots and republicans oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, republicans republicans <laughs> republicans uh what would they say to transform it's a work in progress people it's work in progress yeah we we're we're good uh unicron fear and uh, uh republicans and uh let me tell you we don't want any of those goddamn trans metals using our bathrooms <laughs> oh it's all coming together that's a fucking great line it's gonna go in one of our new intros for sure. oh absolutely god unicron fearing republicans <laughs> Don't want any of those guys, those, those damn, uh, Primus damn trans metals <laughs> in our washrooms. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I'm dying. Uh, Primus, Primus, take me. I'm dying. I like how uh, how our man Gary turns into a jet on Cybertron. Hell yeah! I mean, it makes sense yeah. if you think about it. Like he, he when he gets his gorilla form on Planet Energon, he he still has his Prime jets. So he flies. Oh yeah! I wonder if actually, I wonder if maybe maybe I'm overthinking this, but it would be cool if he was a triple changer. Yeah, it'd be cool if uh, uh, our man Gary was a, a triple changer. Like he turns into a jet, but also turns into a car as well. Maybe a jet and uh, like a, a dump truck. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah, dump truck, because then he can hold other Maximals like. On know, his yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, rat trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if rat I wanted to fly, and... I would have become a bat, not a rat. Oh, that would be great. If he could like open up and rat trap like climbs inside of jet. Jet form. Yeah. I mean, how come we never saw that? We never saw... Rat Trap Pilot Optimal Optimus. The monstrosity that he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I, I think he's scaled... I, I don't know what he's supposed to be scaled for because he does have a cockpit, but, like, it's the size of a spark. Right. Which is, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing sparks are, like, the size of, like, softballs, basically. So right. I don't... So I, I think that uh, that cockpit of... Uh, 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 big time Gary mm -hmm. is uh, yeah. You know what? I, I've I've referred to a few things as big time Gary. I think optimal Optimus is. Uh, I think that form is most uh, deserving of the um, of the name big time Gary. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's big time Gary. Yeah, it's uh, it's canon now, folks. Mm -hmm. But it also works for Beast Machines, Gary too. It really does. Big time um, Gary himself. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't have no um, no hip thrusting circle blasts in this. Uh, they take off, 
and there's the usual banter and there's an emergency mission and they're like hey you you have to stop these guys at all costs yada yada and they end up getting uh, pursued in space over um, a small stealthy ship overhearing their broadcasts right it's shredder himself <laughs> <laughs> master and like, shredder and he's meant to kind of like make sure that megatron uh succeeds and to cover his escape indeed which means someone's supporting megatron from the inside yeah i i was con this is the one thing in the comic that uh kind of confused me like i, I was... thought he was a renegade yeah but like he... isn't it established he's a renegade yeah yeah he was the 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 predacon the impression that i got in beast wars is that the predacons were planning to like overthrow the maximals eventually but they were kind of uh biding their time planning yeah whereas megatron was it was just like well fuck this i'm going to go steal the golden disc it's right there i will take it for myself yes it's it's and right there i can see it and as the uh, 2021 IDW comic um, showcased, uh, the Tripredicus cancel is like, no, don't be fucking stupid. And he's like, I guess I'll have to take matters into my own hands. That, to me, feels more authentic, right? He's acting on his, on his own accord. Yeah. Well, Gal indeed, um, we know Galavar that's true himself. because Ravage... Ravage was sent to bring Megatron back or stop him. Yeah, he was supposed to bring him back, him and the Golden Disk back so he could face charges. But then he saw what his ultimate goals were, yada yada. Everyone's watched Beast Wars and... Yeah. Decepticons forever! Him. Yeah. Decepticons rule and Maximals drool! <laughs> So there, there's a big shootout in space. Um, uh, Gary tells the crew that like we we got to go, we got to go after the the the, the Predacons because they stole the golden disc. And it's like, well, what about our other mission, uh, which is to take uh, Protoform X and like dump him off on like some barren moon? And it, they're like, well, the, the 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 maximal high command is aware of this, but uh, this takes priority over that. And there's a, a shootout in space. Um, the ship that unit, what was he? Unit one or unit unit two? Yeah. The 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 Tigatron. bot who the bot who would become Tigatron. Yeah, <laughs> the bot who would become Tigatron. Yeah. Uh, him and uh, him and Bird Mom are on this ship. the The ship that he commandeered. They show up to lend assistance. Their ship Big gets thrashed. Shootout. Yeah. Big old shootout. Their ship gets thrashed. Um their their ship's gonna be destroyed, and Rhinox mentions what does he call it? Uh an emergency he's like, cause they we have protoforms in the hold. We can do an emergency spark transferal. Try to find the actual like bit. Yeah. What he actually says. Yeah, well anyway, that that's kind it, of the gist. Basically of it. it's implying they can save them. If they transfer them, they, if they trans, if sparks. they transport their their sparks uh, into protoforms that they have in stasis pods Blank in the hold protoforms, but there's some complications with that. 
And so that implies that when we see Tigatron later and how he doesn't have his memories, yeah, it's because um, remotely they did like an, an essence transference. Yeah. And so that also implies that um, Air Razor and Tigatron are not like the other protoforms. Yeah. Which uh, I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one hell of a coincidence that they, you know, were the two stasis pods that the Maximals happened to find in season one. Yeah, but... it's like, how, <laughs> how would that work out? But... <laughs> Considering how many stasis pods were in orbit, it's it's a right. big old coinky dink is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. It's a little uh, co- it's a little convenient that they were the ones. Awfully convenient. Out. But yeah, no, that's definitely not not plot hole or or anything. Just a an observation. Yeah, it's just one of those things that's like it's uh, th- that happens because the plot it it ne- the plot needs it to. Yeah, yeah, it's not a, and also it's it's cute, right? Like they have this very brief uh, history, but before they end up on planet energon right and um yeah for some reason um oh right they butt heads again megatron and dinobot butt heads again because dinobot's like let's just blast them out of the sky and be done with it and he's like silence and like punches dinobot and he's like no i'd rather toy with them yes and he sends them a shit talk message now where's the fun in that a little torment i think first yes and indeed uh he's sends them a message basically being like oh uh i see that you're following me trying to stop my grand plan well here's what i think about that mr poopy mr poopy mobile face and then he's like now dinobot you may open fire uh but what they end up doing is instead of like firing back and having the the dog fight there is they also uh open up the transwarp and go through like mid-combat, which completely makes sense because that's how Beast Wars starts. Yeah, it starts with them uh, exiting the uh, transwarp portal. Mid, mid-fight. Yeah. One of the, one of the great greatest openings in, uh, in cartoon history, in my opinion. Uh, and we've talked about it before. I think, oh yeah. I think it's just a very like well-written... It opening because it, it it tells you absolutely everything you need to know to understand the plot of the show in the span of like a minute right they got <laughs> robots they were fighting in space they came through a portal they shot each other down you learn about uh, megatron's hubris right yep. being that he wants to gloat and showboat and plan you learn who what dinobot values it's Rat Trap is like, this is ridiculous. We're an exploration ship, not a battle cruiser. And Optimus so, is like, no choice. Our ship was the only one that could lock on to Megatron's warp signature. And but, indeed, this prequel... Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, that 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 opening uh, uh, minute or so of uh, Beast Wars Part 1 is just a fantastically written uh, opening minute of television, in my opinion. And I, I've talked about it before, but like... Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it tells you absolutely everything you need to know to understand the show. And indeed, um, this prequel flows flawlessly into that. It does introduce a a kind of interesting thing at the end, 
where what we're actually doing is listening to somebody tell a story to someone else. Yeah. I like how um, I like, uh, uh, so Rhinox is like, uh, uh they vote, they've opened a trans warp gate. <sighs> Them some bitches. <laughs> And uh, Gary is like, uh, full power to aft thrusters. Follow them. And uh, Rhinox is like, everyone, hold on to your butts. Uh, we're going in hot. Yeehaw. And the the last bit of dialogue is Rat Trap saying, oh, man, this is it. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> right. Uh, it's great. And... Uh... Then it's like, ah, oh, so then that's how blah, blah, blah. And there's a, a little bit of context. Somebody's talking to somebody else and basically being like, ah, oh, so that all led to the demise of Megzi. That was how it all started. But the, uh, yeah. And so like some like bird looking dude. Kind of cool. Like his design. Is like uh... barbarian, like <laughs> get like barbarian, like, or like Viking bird man vibes from him you're the bird man <laughs> good movie Birdman. Uh -huh. um so yeah so he's talking to uh uh some like big cat-like figure and the cat-like figure is like then it is time the maximals will once again tremble before the might of razor claw and the predacons and I have no idea who the fuck this is. Uh, yeah, I was like, don't worry. Siege will know who this is. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> All right. TF, Claw. TF Wiki. Here we go. Razor Claw TF Wiki. He's the next guy to take over, I guess. Uh, and then we never heard from him again. He is a G1 character, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh. He totally is. He's even in the old cartoon. He turns into a lion by the looks of it. Beast Wars cartoon continuity. After the final crushing defeat of the Decepticons of the end of the Great War, Razorclaw rejected this outcome. He initiated the creation of the Predacons, a new faction that would counter the victorious Autobots. A war broke out between the Autobots and Predacons, and Razorclaw would have would have had his victory if he were not double-crossed and assassinated by the Tri-Predicus Council. Hundreds of stellar cycles later, after the Great Transformation, Razorclaw returned, somehow alive and in command of a new Predacon army. He vowed vengeance upon the Autobot descendants. Apparently, there is no resolution to this little cliffhanger. Well, that's a bummer. Gigabummer. <laughs> Gigabummer. We can, we can write him into our dino uh, Raptorbot Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, our... Uh... You know, as a joke for like a milestone episode, we we should um we we should review like do our typical shtick of like recapping and like making jokes about things, but like review like an episode of Beast Wars that doesn't exist. I we we kind of mentioned this like two years ago, right? We were like we should do like an April Fools where we review um like the uh the cut episode. Like the bonus episode from the DVD. Right. Oh, well, now we're sharing all our secrets. Um, <laughs> that doesn't actually exist, but that is believable. And, um, or we go the other way and like completely like mischaracterize the characters. <laughs> or we go the other way and we write a Raptor Bot Chronicle 
episode with Polar Claw and uh, <laughs> who I can't remember our our own uh, our own laser our own too much energon um, <laughs> fan fiction uh, kind of loops in on itself sometimes. There's yeah, a polar bear. So we decided Polar Claw was in it. Uh, uh free Willy. Oh, right. There's, a, there's Dinobot was riding around uh, William the whale. <laughs> oh, Jeremy is. <laughs> I don't know what Jeremy is, but Jeremy has to make an appearance. Jer Jeremy is uh, in inside all of our hearts, and he he's whatever we we need him to be. Maybe and and maybe he's inside the orca. <laughs> And we uh, we can't let the, uh, the the established canon get in the way of that because uh, it, even our fan fiction is just as valid as the uh, established canon. Truly, that Truly. man has written some things on uh, the internet, <laughs> uh, folks. Uh, we're we're alluding this is to an this ancient reference, old. Yeah, like I'm talking like 2020, like a few years ago. Now this weird like spiel that some like dude on a transformers facebook page made like this weird spiel that this guy went off on about how like about how like uh basically like fanfic is he didn't phrase it this way but like the point i think he was trying to make is that like fanfic is uh, equally as uh canon as like established canon and it's like no that's that's not how that works bud <laughs> and yeah, when Siege came in and was like, um, no, uh, yeah. he went on this like big, like five paragraph rant about how if you if you dream it, then you can believe it. For example, I had a transformer, a beast former growing up, and his name was Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy he took a went... <laughs> he took a bunch of like he combiners that like aren't supposed to fit together and put them together into this like mistransform monstrosity and he named it jeremy oh, i forgot about that yeah. yeah and the very transformer sounding name jeremy the very yeah it's like we've got devastator we've got superion we've got uh uh menasaur and we've got jeremy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> True, true fan of Beast Wars, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Excuse me. Uh, anyway, that was uh, uh, Transformers <laughs> Timelines: uh, Dawn of Futures Past. Uh, here on Too Much Energon, we review whatever the hell we're talking about on any given week on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon. To a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon basically bad okay good uh cal what are you giving this comic uh, this gets a big old too much energon for me um i don't need things to be like to blow my mind and like i, I don't and bring like bring back new characters or old characters or whatever just like tell a story and write it well yeah exactly and it's new enough that it's interesting it ties in old characters and you're like, oh, cool, Tigatron's a cop. It doesn't try to get crazy with uh, time travel. And if you do something like Chrono Shift, I kill you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I dig it. Had all the characters I needed. It had more characters than I expected. 
Uh, would have been nice to see some like Waspinator and Parasaur shenanigans. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How did like what game did they play to determine who got to name <laughs> name the ship? I'm just picturing Pterosaur and Waspinator like uh, playing rock paper scissors. That's immediately what I I thought of. And then getting it wrong, but Waspinator is so stupid that he doesn't realize that paper beats rock and just thinks he lost. And Scorponok's like, oh, I always lose. And it's like, because you always throw scissors. (laughs) And then he lifts up his hands and he's just got like the pincers. (laughs) Yeah, well, what else am I supposed to do? Have you seen these things? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's the the mark of a of a good uh good comic it's like ultimately i don't need like 30 like characters fighting every page i don't need like time shenanigans just just write it good <laughs> yeah i'm going to echo all of that we get a the this gets a big old too much and a john from me uh i i i praised it like this comic like all throughout so i don't don't really feel like I need to reiterate. But, so yeah. it's just getting a big old too much energon. Big old too much energon. And with that in mind, that was episode 111 of Too Much Energon. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where at the single $5 Gary tier, you get lots of archival content, including old uh, preambles, our old news and current events show, Lasercomb Tonight, commentary tracks, and the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast. Uh, you've also got a new Patreon-exclusive show where we kind of uh, talk about off-topic things and also uh, a little bit of current events. Uh, thrown into one single show called the Super Laser Comb Patreon Super Show. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get in on that, go to Patreon.com/LaserComb. Follow me on Twitter at LaserComb, spelled the same way. You can follow the show proper at Too Much Energon. And Cal, you are at, and I am at NeoCal on Twitter and TikTok. N E O underscore K A L. We'll be back next week with episode 112 of Too Much Energon, where we are going to be uh, talking about a twofer. We got two things coming up. Uh, A twofer. Yeehaw. (laughs) Uh, And the reason why we're going to be doing two things in one episode is because they're both very short. They're also comics. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Optimus Primal versus Megatron pack-in mini-comic. Uh, that came with the original Optimus uh, Primal and Megatron Bat and Crocodile uh, two pack, which I remember Big reading back. Crocodile. Which I remember reading back in 1996. Fortunately, it's actually been reprinted in a recent uh, um, uh, trade paperback, uh, mm. so it's actually readily available digitally. So, and it, everyone knows that the uh, rivalry between bats and crocodiles goes back till the dawn of time yeah it's uh it it, it it's a battle for the soul for it's a battle for gotham's soul <laughs> <laughs> just can't help but reference the dark knight <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that and we are going to be talking about the beast for the uk exclusive beast wars transformers video game advertising comic it's a single page comic and 
why that's going to be fun why i think that's going to be fun to talk about is uh well that's where i got planet energon from the, oh shit <laughs> what has been uh what has been uh, long canonized as the name of earth in uh, beast wars fiction uh planet energon it comes from this comic it's something I just stumbled across like one day while combing through the uh, the TF wiki, and I just thought uh, calling Earth Planet Energon was just so hilarious that it's <laughs> that it's it's part of the show now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're gonna be talking about that, and then uh, after that, uh, it's gonna be uh, re-releasing old. Uh, it's gonna be re-releasing episodes of too much of the former show, too much Gal- too much Galavar where we talk about the 2021 IDW Beast Wars comic. There are eight issues, or eight issues, blah. I'm, I'm going, look, my word, I'm going into like full word salad at this point. <laughs> um, the, 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 there, there were eight episodes of Too Much Galavar that we recorded. So mm-hmm. for starting uh, in a couple of weeks here for the next, and the show's still going to come out weekly as, as always on the same day. Uh, so for the next uh, couple of months, it's going to be old episodes of Too Much Galavar that we recorded like two years ago. Yeah. But but once we get through all of those, and they're they're, they're a lot of fun. They're uh, oh, I, yeah. I I really I really like a lot of the stuff we jokes we came up with on that show. After a lot of the inside jokes will make more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so after we run through all eight of those over the course of, well, eight weeks. Uh, then we're going to, because we never actually finished the uh, 2021 IDW comic. Yeah. We're going to pick it back up and be reviewing, doing new recordings, reviewing the latest issues from there. And I think it only went to issue 17, plus it has an annual. So there'll be another, There'll be. there's going to be a few more months of us uh, talking about comics. And then oh, after yeah. that, who knows? Nobody does, not even us. Not even us. Anyway, that has been episode 111 of Too Much Energon. And until next week, I have been the Siege, one of your hosts. And uh, I'm NeoCal, your other host. Uh, Thanks for listening. We will um, terrorize you next week. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye.